Hello then, Tiffany. You can go down to Dingo and tell him when he pays my bill for services when they're binding the hat. He can have it. You can bring me the money and then take the hat back to him. And how much is your bill? Presto asked. A hundred and thirty dollars. Why? He has that much money. Oh yes, he has. He got it out of me tonight with that fake offer you and he cooked up. Yes, Stephanie. I think that's fair. Everybody will be satisfied. <coughs> After I profit from the show, and then go will have his hat at no cost to himself. But they have to have that money to live on," said the rabbit. "It's all his hat. It's all he has. Where's all the money he got from the circus then?" "Oh," said Presto. "He have to give that back." This reply puzzled Freddy. He realized that they must be talking about two different things. <coughs> the money he had stole referred to as the salary that Mr. Boomsmith had paid Zingo for his work as a magician. But you don't give back the salary. <coughs> Freddy saw quickly for a moment. <coughs> then he shot a quick series of questions at the rabbit. Rabbit, did you get back all the money? He lost a lot of it. He gave the rest back. Didn't he spend any of it at all? He didn't have time. How much if you spend them? Well, I turned off here to go up into the woods. What do you want, done with this rabbit, Freddy? Oh, please, Mr. Freddy, pressed the whale. Won't you please let me go? I didn't want to make that speech, but Signal made me. He said he would do awful things to me <coughs> if I didn't. I think about a hundred thousand dollars, but he can't count it yet. Mr. Boop, the rabbit stopped abruptly. How do you know about this? He demanded. <coughs> But Freddy had rapidly putting two and two together. The Zingo had gone nearly a thousand dollars from the circus. It wasn't his salary. He had lost some of it to give the rest back for the spending. Give a carrier. Since he got back, because he had managed to give back the circus. That is, Mr. Boomsbid. <coughs> I know a great deal more than you think I do. I had a little talk with Mr. Wilson before the circus left. It was true enough, but of course, nothing had been said about the money. Presto was angry. Mr. Boomsmith had no right to tell you about it. He promised Signor Zingo that he would say nothing about it if he returned the party I left and promised to pay the rest back when he got a job. He didn't want any scandal. <coughs> Freddy had the whole picture now. Dingo had evidently stolen money from the circus cash box, probably during the f- confusion following the hurricane. Mr. Boonsmith had found out, and in return for the five hundred or so that Dingo so had, had promised to say nothing about it, but he had fired Dingo from the show. Well, to Freddy. I guess you should go back to Mr. Nordingo. You come here and have a chance to send me the money to Kalashultana. Hold on a minute. 
For Freddy had suddenly remembered the sea, we had sought out for keeping Minks quiet during the week of his stay. In order to carry out, he had to get Preston to show the cat a disappearing trick. Look here, he said. It's too late to do any more tonight. I'm going to hold you for further questioning. Jinx, I wonder if you and Minx would be willing to take his animal to the bank and send God over until the morning. It's the only place that I think of where you can't escape. The cats weren't very insulting about it. They wouldn't be a com- they would be comfortable enough for the beans had contributed a couple of old cushioned armchair to the bank. The customer's chairs, when he called them, though he always sat in the most comfortable one himself. <coughs> one of them at least would have to stay awake to keep an eye on Presto. Freddy persuaded him, however, by telling him about signals and goes hat, making the rabbit promise to show them his disappearing trick. And satisfied his plan was on the way, he synchronized the others and trotted off home. <coughs> Chapter 10 Freddy had an alarm clock that always went off an earlier hour earlier than it was set for. He said he liked it better that way. If he had to get up at 6, he set it for 7. Also, he really knew when getting a 6, he would think he dropped off to sleep. 7. I don't have to get up until 7. It didn't seem nearly as early doing that way. He set the clock for 6 in the next morning. At 5.10, he was up and get out. For it doesn't take a pick long to get dressed. And started to make a number of early morning calls. He called on Hank and the cows and Mr. Pomeroy and Charles and they all gave what they agreed to do what they wanted them to. He said what all the animals on the farm. After when he was all settled, he went down to the bank. He opened the door and looked in. Jinx was curled up in one chair, and Minx was in the other, as the ignore Zingo's hat was in the middle of the floor. The two rabbits who were the regular night guard were at the post on the trapdoor to the vault, but there was no sign of Presto. Hey, said Freddy, my pair of jailers you are, where's the prisoner? Escaped, I suppose.